you put all of our podcasts into a machine learning mm-hmm. situation and it could be deep fakes. Isn't oh, that yeah. what they're called? Yeah. Somebody and now there's video of us on the internet too. That was a That's mistake. True. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody could deep fake you and I having <laughs> sex. Here's what's gonna happen. When you and I make a sex tape, you know, and we'll just claim it's deep fake. We'll, well, and we'll put it up for a vote. Who's the pitcher? Who's the catcher? Okay. Uh, first dibs on pitching, but that's just me. I guess we can sixty nine. So we're both. <laughs> so we're both pitching and catching. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode. 300 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week eddie and i sit down we tell each other hilarious and relatable stories and that's not a typo i didn't stutter 300 yes 300 that's so crazy this is sparta (laughs) this is the 300th episode of our lovely podcast and it's very exciting yeah and we haven't done one in, in, a, in a while, so... It's been a minute. Yeah. You know, I was on vacation. Shit was happening. Last week's show is a great recap. And if this is your first episode of the show, or you've never heard any other episodes, don't listen to this one. <laughs> go back a show or two. Go back and find one that's a little fresh, which is really annoying that this is how podcasting works. Yeah. Because constantly every week I'm always telling people like, hey, check out the show. Hey, check out the show. Of course, they're going to look at the most recent one. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to this one. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not trying to be elitist here, but it's going to be a lot of voicemails, Mm -hmm. a lot of questions. This is a fan show. Yeah. It's not a, a typical representation of what the show usually is. Exactly. Yeah. I've got like 10 stories, wild shit. That happened in the past month that I'm so excited to show on next week's show. Save it for the show show. (laughs) Right now, it's the 300th episode. It's a fan extravaganza. I want to just give super thanks to everybody. Yes. You know, we got a buttload of voicemails, so I'll play a bunch of those. We got a lot of questions and really just express our deepest thanks. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Um, yeah. Really appreciate it. Interacting. You know what Eddie and I did right before the top of the show? We've got this special bottle of bourbon from our friend, Just Mike. Mm-hmm. So we poured a glass of that. So cheers, cheers. to him. Cheers to, cheers to you, Eddie. Hey. Cheers to you. There you go. You know, a rarity of drinking on the show. Mm. So good. Oh, it burns, but it's good. Burns so good, yes. I hate on TV like I'm watching Sharp Objects right now. Okay. Which is a terrible show. Is it? It sucks. Then why are you watching it? I have to. I'm just in it now. <laughs> One I'm of on, those. I'm on like episode seven. I have to know what happens. It's a murder mystery whodunit. Mm-hmm. And it's on episode seven. And they haven't even given a shred <laughs> of a clue who it might be. Oh, Nothing. And it's not even like they're leading you down one path. There are no paths. None. That sounds boring as fuck. It's so boring. And it's beautiful. And it's incredibly acted. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. But it's just not interesting. Yeah. So anyways, the the lead character drinks like a fish (laughs) in it. And she's just slugging back vodka and whiskey. Mm -hmm. And I always hate on a movie where when they drink hard alcohol, they don't make any face. Yeah. Any face. And look, I don't care. I drink all the time. And I still, if I take a shot of anything, it's still fucking alcohol. It's not like that flavor or that taste goes away. Quit being cool. (laughs) It burns. God damn it. Well, maybe their character is so strong or so crazy. No. No, never. Well, I mean, obviously they're not drinking real alcohol. Yeah. So they would have to like act like it was bad. Well, then you should. You know, she's so great, Amy Adams, at acting mad and sad and tortured and pain. Mm -hmm. She can't act like she's drinking, though. And she never acts drunk. All she does is drink on the entire show. Oh, really? Nonstop. And she's never even slurring her words. Look. Okay. The point is. Fuck that show. It's a stupid ass show. So we're not like the show. Thank you for that bourbon, just Mike. Yes. (laughs) It, It burned a little bit. So what's going on with the show? Look. People say, I get at least an email every other day. Hey, man, like, I get it. You know, I get it that you can't do the show every week. And I'm bummed about it. 
Like, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm pretty bummed out that you guys don't do the show every week, but I get it. <laughs> like, I totally get it. I've got kids. I've got my own life. I can't even imagine doing one show, let alone one every week. So yeah. it's cool. And look, I do get it. Look, if Eddie and I could do this for a living, I would do the show every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. You'd come over. We'd have coffee. We'd have a break room <laughs> here. You'd roll in. You'd roll in at 9.05. And I'd be like, yo, man, I thought we said we'd be here at night. <laughs> and we'd talk. And we'd do like, I don't know, show prep. We would do research. Yeah. We would find segments. We'd probably have an editor. We would have an office manager. We'd be doing like videos online. Videos. Yeah. We'd be streaming video games. We would be living the bullshit dream that everybody has now where your life is just interesting enough to where you can just put it on the internet yeah. and make a million dollars. Like, hey, just watch me play video games. Watch me talk to Eddie. Yeah. And that's our job. <laughs> well, of course we would fucking do that. Yes. Who wouldn't? In a second. Do that in a second. And you know what, Eddie? We deserve it. <laughs> you know, we're good enough to do that. But anyways, until that day comes, at, we're going to do the show every other week. Yeah. And everyone also says, too, that the shows are better now than they ever were. So, look, Oh, wow. Okay. Right? So maybe we awesome. had a little show fatigue. Maybe. You know, pounding out that sausage every week wasn't easy. <laughs> well, so what's that saying? Like, uh, you need a little time away to appreciate. Absence makes the heart that... grow fonder. I believe <laughs> that sounds a lot better. Is yeah. the more uh, pretty way of saying that. And it's true. Yeah. And I, what I have heard, too, is a lot of times what people will do is say, okay, cool. I'm going to listen to episode 300. And then on the off week, I'll listen to episode 13. Oh, okay. You know, the interesting thing about podcasts is they're still there. Yeah. And they will be there forever. Yeah, and this isn't like cereal. It's, it's not like cereal. So, you know? yeah. Or the podcast about that guy who potentially killed his girlfriend. Oh, you mean cereal the show, not cereal cereal that you eat in the morning with milk? <laughs> Just kidding. But the other day I said something to my wife about the show being on the internet forever. And she said, no, it's not. You're going to erase it. I said, <laughs> what are you talking about? She said, well, once the kids get older and they're going to hear it, I think you need to erase it. And I said, what? <laughs> I said, look, who cares? Because the other day, somebody, one of my son's 12-year-old friends came over and he said what, put, put a little fear in my heart. Okay. He said, oh, I heard you have a podcast. No. And I said, no, I don't. Because <laughs> I don't want some 12-year-old yeah. that's not my own son listening to... Uh, Mr. Fields talking about his pee-pee yeah. and Mrs. Fields' boobies. Definitely you know. not, not good. Would it, but, but then again, I almost feel like I don't care if their parents listen. Cool. Mm -hmm. Hey, shout out to my son's friend's parents. I know some of them do listen, mm -hmm. but I don't want their kids listening. Yeah. So that leads me to say that after tonight's show, I'm going to self-destruct the <laughs> no. So I, I, I'm curious what other people think. Like, would you be mortified? Are these supposed to live on the internet forever? I mean, listen, I'm 37, 37, 38, 37. <laughs> I'm 37. And what if one day I do want to become a priest? Never going to be a no. priest. But what if I do run for office? Like right now, man, it is serious business about going back and finding these. Look at James Gunn. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a terrible comedian that's mm -hmm. the only thing that idiot is you know uh guilty of and look who's back our boy chris hardwick yeah unscathed <laughs> he who shan't be burned he's back on the walking dead he's got all of his shit back yeah what do you think about that i'm, I'm very conflicted on that yeah i mean i i don't know the whole story well here the, the short story is that woman wrote that essay never said his name never yeah. accused him but it was mm -hmm. not clear as a bell who it was and then after amc did a quote investigation mm -hmm. they deemed it basically i guess they said that she was either lying or it's not true and now he's back and look i guess you kind of got to give the process the benefit of the doubt yeah that he, you know like what if that happened to us i would totally yeah. want people to give me the benefit of the doubt if i was cleared but people are also saying this is just another example of you know, don't believe the victim. And yeah, I understand that. But yeah, it's, it's so hard to say because, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't experience what she went through. But right. yeah, I don't know. He just seemed like a super controlling person. Right. But I don't know if he should have or should lose his entire li livelihood for being an asshole. Agreed. I know. But and if he did truly break some laws, I feel like then arrest him. Yeah. 
like i don't know there's no statute of limitations on rape yeah and sexual assault right mm -hmm. well and the thing is too he's extremely successful and driven and to be that successful i feel like you need to have a certain personality like you said very controlling mm -hmm. you have to be so controlling of your life and your career and your decisions and so of course that bleeds into your your public your private life yeah sometimes. especially like a guy like that or even probably like Ryan Seacrest, who have mm -hmm. their hands in like so many different pots. It's stressful. Yeah. And incredibly stressful and the pressure and you're scared. You got to blow off steam a little bit. So you sexually assault <laughs> women <laughs> like a piece of shit. Yeah. Didn't he get in some Me Too stuff? Ryan Seacrest? Uh, I think briefly there was an accusation. but See, all these guys make so much money for so many people that people are willing to look the other way. And yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair at all. Burn them to the ground, all of them. <laughs> so anyways, he's back. So unfortunately, I was in contract negotiations to take over on The Talking Dead. And now they threw I, him out the window. I don't believe that. Why not? I, I'm saying it on the internet, so it's true. <laughs> and it's real. The point is, do I erase the show? I don't know. I don't want somebody to come back out of context. I mean, we joke all the time that 300... Mm -hmm. Eddie, 300 of these goddamn rigs. Now I feel like there's some good content in here. Maybe people who've never listened to the show could listen to the show. <laughs> We've got to get to the voicemail. But anyways, you put all of our podcasts into a machine learning mm -hmm. situation, and it could be deep fakes. Isn't oh, that yeah. what they're called? Yeah. Somebody, And now there's video of us on the internet, too. That was a That's mistake. True. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody could deep fake you and I having sex. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. When you and I make a sex tape, you know... <laughs> And we'll just claim it's deep fake. We'll, well, and we'll put it up for a vote. Who's the pitcher? Who's the catcher? Okay. Uh, first, dibs on pitching, but that's just me. I guess we can 69. So we're both <laughs> So we're both pitching and catching, which I feel like if you and I 69, that would be so much more intimate. Than I, I feel like else. it'd be very hard because you're yes. so much taller than me. That's <laughs> true. You are. Well, we'd have to I'll just slide you. up and down. You can be on top. I'll just give you that. Okay. But you're right. You were very, <laughs> you're a lot shorter than I am. Okay, fine. Uh, it's a deep fake. Yeah. And we can just say it's a deep fake. And that's kind of scary. Even like right now with Omarosa and all these tapes are coming out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what? Now, finally, if I hear Trump say the N-word, that's going to be what does it? If, if you're right now a Trump supporter and you're on the fence and then that is what finally brings you <laughs> over the edge... It's like, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah, Where have you been? Have, did they not see Charlottesville? Like, I don't right. think. <laughs> or everything? Yeah. Every day of this presidency? You, everyone knows who this guy is. Yeah. Why are we kidding ourselves? He's a trash person. This isn't a political podcast, <laughs> Eddie. Okay, look. So the future of the show, we're going to keep going. You know, can I say 300 more? That's six more years. Who knows? <laughs> hundred more maybe I mean, evan will be like out of the house by then he'll take over for us <laughs> there, there you go he and remy they can will take over the show okay. i mean remy will be six, six so yeah. it's a little young <laughs> well, why not it'll probably be a video game podcast yeah where they talk about Fortnite all day long so the show's going on the show is is doing its thing and and let us know if, if you agree with that uh, what I thought we could do before we do some questions and voicemails is here's a couple things over the past 300 shows that Eddie and I have really liked mm -hmm. in particular. Here's some things. I mean, we do the show and there are we get a lot out of it. And here's some things that I feel like we've really gotten out of it. Okay. One thing that I had on my list that I never felt like materialized itself was Christy from South Lake. Oh, yeah. What happened to that bitch? I don't know. I was getting catfished. Yeah. And I knew... <laughs> From the first, I think, tweet or email that this gal was trying to, I don't even know, yeah. gal or guy, was trying to trick me into thinking some smoking hot, horny, beautiful <laughs> moms in Florida listen to the show. They would drink. They would take spas and take their tops off. I mean, the story sounded like maybe, my, maybe it was my son. Like that would be only, amazing. Oh, my God. Like a dumb 13-year-old would have a fantasy that implausible. Where it's like, couldn't they just say, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 39, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm killing it cute. And I listen to your show, and I put my hand on my pants. Like, make it believable. <laughs> this was so over the top. And I immediately Google image searched her photo. Yeah. Came right up. And then I really tried to play along. I went on the podcast, and I was giving her shout-outs. 
I was really trying to go to Ron because my whole point this whole time was to try to keep the ruse going. Yeah. And then finally on one show, I let the hammer down and I said, look, I know who you, I know, I know you're not real. Mm -hmm. And the best part was they had this Twitter account where they would tweet (laughs) at me, but it was clearly someone's like porno burner account Yeah. because all their likes would be like when you like, if you, if I don't follow any porn stars on Twitter because it tells people that you follow them. <laughs> and if I liked a porn star's tweet, it could show up in one of my business colleagues. Yeah. The tweet just shows up. Like if you follow a porn star on Twitter and you like a picture of like a guy licking her asshole and it'll be like an animated gif. Or you know what that Twitter loved porno Twitter loves to have like a girl reverse cowgirl. And it's like an animated looping uh, we call those cinemagraphs yes. in the business. <laughs> It's a fancy name for an animated GIF, and it's looping. The girl's riding reverse cowgirl. If I like that photo, it's going to come up. <laughs> It'll be like Dan Fields liked. And you can't, dude, you can't do that. No. So this was this person's like burner account where they just really wanted to like stuff. He was chatting with strippers <laughs> and stuff. And then after I dropped the hammer and said, I know you're not real, poof. So, I mean, it's obviously a guy if he's chatting with strippers also. Like, I don't know. Don't be sexist, Eddie. <laughs> I mean... Maybe it's some horny-ass woman who just is hiding. Possibly. I, I don't imagine it being a horny, hot mom. <sighs> Maybe. Um, what if it was real, Eddie? What if it was really her? <laughs> you blew your chance. Oh, I blew it so bad. She and right like, now... fuck this guy. He's going to talk this way about me on his podcast? How dare he? <laughs> She's in her hot tub right now in Florida pissed <laughs> pissed off so yeah if you're the person that was behind christy from south lake please write in or something <laughs> like i'd love to i'd love to put some resolution it'd be awesome if uh, like you found out evan had his own podcast oh and it God. was all about pranking this podcast so he's like check it out guys update on christy from south lake my dad's fucking stupid he's could you imagine that'd be but amazing. then if it got popular and then I somehow found out about it. Yeah. And the look on my face was some like, you know, Kaiser Soze moment where I realized, <laughs> holy shit. Or someone tells me like, you got to listen to this podcast. <laughs> like a friend of mine who doesn't realize that Save it for the Show is our show. Yeah. Dude, this kid, he like rips on his dad's <laughs> dumbass podcast. His dad is like delusional that he has a good podcast and his son just destroys it every week. <laughs> and that, you know what that'll be? That'll be like the version of my dad wrote a porno. Yeah, you ever listen to that totally. website? Yeah. My dad made a podcast. <laughs> will be Evan's show. And fine. And he's been all the, uh, like, Collins. He's oh, he's English Paul. He's, a, he's Paul from Roanoke. He's very, uh, very, very talented. <laughs> uh, so I, have a, I have a bullet list here. You want to go back and forth a couple times? What? Yeah, I've only got a few. From the show? That's okay. Um, what, one of my favorites is uh, the episode Love Seat. Oh, yeah. Where you tell the story about you having sex with a couch. Yes. And I like that story so much because I feel like it was like one of the first stories that kind of gave us the push to go the direction we went. Yes. Agreed. And you, you when you're telling the story, you sound very embarrassed. Like, it's very yeah, clear totally. that you're embarrassed and you're almost like second thinking, like, right. <laughs> am I really going to tell this story right now? Right. And I feel like it's such a real and entertaining moment. Yes. Like, yeah. So Aww. love that one. Well, and you're right. I think after that show, I realized, okay, cool. I can do this. Yeah. And people like this. So yeah. here we go. Totally. Um, speaking of stuff like that. Yeah. One thing I wrote down was just all the body stuff we talk about on the show. <laughs> Things that I think as a guy, I mean, maybe you talk to your dad, maybe you talk to your bros in the locker room, mm-hmm. but like my meatus, <laughs> which is the scientific name for the, the dick mouth. Yes. The penis hole. <laughs> Listeners write it all the time talking about my sensitive Miatis. Yeah. I can't be the only one, you know, that has a, a sensitive uh, wee-wee hole or just the entire dry versus moist yeah, thing. That's such an interesting conversation for G- me. Some guys jerk off with lube or lotion, which is like me. And I think it's because I'm circumcised. Mm-hmm. That was my theory for a long time. Yeah. But then the listeners of the show are so great. They all write in with their... Uh, statistics and analytics telling us about their own habits, yeah. including how they jerk off. I mean, how many shows their listeners write in and tell them how they masturbate? <laughs> it's like it's, a, it's like a, a tag on like every every email we get. It's like their statistic and right. it's dry moist. Seriously. So that's a fun thing. And so, yes, and it seems like a lot of dry guys are uncut, uncircumcised because mm-hmm. they've got, you know, the nature's vagina <laughs> hanging off the end of their wiener. 
Uh, and just like what hand they use and all <laughs> nature's that. Vagina. <laughs> nature's <laughs> vagina. Not a real vagina. No, that's not nature's vagina. <laughs> it's it's nature's vagina. Uh, so, but all that body stuff that people share with us, I really appreciate. Yeah. People doing stuff that's like fun. that. Yeah. What um, else you got there? Let's see Big what guy. I got here. Um, oh, all our ideas for passive income that oh, we've yes. come up with. I only have a few here, but uh, mm-hmm. like eddiezanal.com. Oh, man, that was a mistake. Uh, our double-sided dildos where each side is our uh, mold of our penis. Oh, yes. God, um, we got to do that. Our webcam porn empire. Mm-hmm, I know. We're um, going to be like social media managers yeah. for these girls, too. Uh, becoming magicians. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Intrigue and something. I Intrigue feel like. and humor was any of that episode? That was yeah. funny. Um, and being pimps, but we'd have to hobop instead of pimp slap. That's right. Yeah. Right. I can't hit a woman. <laughs> I'll bop the shit out of her head, Fuck but yeah. I could never slap a woman's face. I definitely feel, yeah, I could, I'm, I'm visioning myself. I could punch a woman's skull, like, but I could not slap her face. And not even very hard. I just no, like, you're like hammer fisting. Hammer fist. Yeah. Just like on the beep. top. Yeah. Yeah. And not like in the back of the neck. Just a nice little. Yeah. Hey, lady. Not even bitch. I wouldn't call her a bitch. I'd say, listen, ma'am. Bop. Lady better have my money. Lady better Venmo me my... I'm your pimp. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There'll be a paper trail if I venue. Bitch. Lady. And then I bop her on the head. Don't ask questions. I almost called her a bitch. You almost, almost did. did. But you stopped yourself because you're a gentleman. Because I'm a gentleman man of the night. And I say, you Venmo me. Don't Zell. Fuck Zell. What the fuck? PayPal. I want my Venmo. Actually, I hate Venmo. Venmo is like my least favorite. Venmo is so stupid. Venmo was poised to be the e-wallet of the world. Mm-hmm. But then, you know what they said? They said, hey, let's have your, your money transactions be social. And we'll yeah. have a wall That's where it can say that Eddie gave Dan $20 for pizza. And then people can comment on it. Like That sounds like such insanity. Yeah. 2011 <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, Dan gave Eddie fifty dollars for a blowjob. Like, what the f- right? And they say, look, you can say it's private. People forget. Yeah, people don't want to mess around with that. Anyways, those are all great. We need we need that passive income. We do. The show doesn't make us enough, <laughs> if any. <laughs> so we need more passive income. Uh, speaking of stuff from the show, I love all the characters on the show. Yeah. You know, on Howard Stern, who I obviously love to death, he has what's called a whack pack, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. The people that are in his whack pack are people who have like afflictions. Yeah. Or, and, and I do think he takes quite advantage of them. On our show, we have normal people mm-hmm. that just love the show so much. You know, you've got your, your Paul from Roanoke, the Bomb Pop guys who mm-hmm. are now all over us and, and great content. Uh, Albert, our first fan. Yeah. Love Albert. Albert. He's the guy's making us art. He's yeah, writing so us crazy. recaps and stuff. Uh, Shakita and all these people from Twitter and Jerrica just, I love the fans yeah. to death. And I really, it means a lot to me that we're do what we can to be as um, approachable and easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if anyone, and every time somebody writes us an email and I write back, they're still surprised. Buddy, like a thousand people listen to the show, <laughs> not a million. And we get one, two emails a day. I can respond to those. Yeah. So please, if you want a note from us, um, not Elvis Presley. Okay. <laughs> I, I will get back to you. Uh, oh, you know, one thing I love is that, listen, a couple years ago, I, pr- I pressed the show so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I would go on Reddit, I would go on forums. I really tried so hard to grow the show and it worked. Like I could tell the show, our numbers really did go from, I don't know, 200 to 500, mm-hmm. but it was exhausting. And as much as I would write people and send the show to people that they would like it is an incredible amount of rejection. Yeah. Like I cannot tell you how many podcasting reviewers and websites and other people I would send the show to and you just don't hear anything back. Yeah. And sometimes that's even worse than getting an email back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talk on the show a lot about these fantasies I have where I, someone discovers the show and next thing you know, you know, we're in Hollywood just doing 69 and doing blow. <laughs> and I think it's hard not to have that feeling when you send an email sometimes to someone you're like, yo, is this it? Yeah. Like, could this be the moment? And that could be in work. That could be at a baseball game when your kid gets up to bat and we've watched too many movies and all of a sudden you think he's going to get the home run. So anyways, but we did get two notoriety things, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty sweet. Uh, in The Onion, their AV club, they wrote us a very favorable review. Yeah, that was awesome. And Split Cider, which is another website that does comedy and stuff that wrote us a nice review. So what I would say is this, I still really do press the show, 
but not as hard as I used to. If you're out there and you're a super fan, you go for it. Yeah. You know, all the time on Reddit, I see people saying, hey, I like these podcasts. Do you think I should listen to other podcasts? If you're a fan, it would be weird if I went in there and did it. <laughs> but if you want to do it, great. So my point being, thank you to these publications. Yeah. And uh, thank you if you want to do some of that too. Uh, you know what? I, I have to give a special shout out to a listener. English Paul, yes. you mentioned him. What Paul did with those cartoons that he made for us yeah. is a gift. Oh my God. I feel like I could. I, I will have these cool cartoons. People ask me all the time, like professional people, they'll say, man, who did you those cartoons? I want to hire him to do like a cartoon for my business. I mean, those four minute animations, like in advertising, mm-hmm. would be like 40 grand yeah. or 30 grand. Like that stuff is really expensive. And he did them for free for us. Mm-hmm. And then you know what he did? He doesn't do them anymore. Yeah. It's like he he was like a savant. <laughs> he made these amazing cartoons and then he set his house on fire. <laughs> Never going back. Man, I can't do it. I can't I can't touch those again. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing great. He's like illustrating comics and stuff. So yeah, I can't say thanks to Paul. Yeah. Enough for that. I hope to one day go to England and mm-hmm. have have a drink with this fellow or something. Would it be cool or would it be weird? Uh, I think it'd be a little weird at first, but I think yeah. it eventually would be cool. I think it'd be super cool. Yeah. The only fan of the show that I've met in real life is fucking Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I would love to meet more people in the show. Uh, if you ever come to Sacramento and you want to hang out, I guess <laughs> say hello. And then I'll probably say that I can't. Yeah. And I'll come up with an excuse. Um, but yeah, speaking of Dylan, Dylan's great too. Yeah. You know, the show has brought Dylan as a friend to both Eddie and I, mm-hmm. and I really do enjoy doing Dylan's movie and a TV show podcasts. Mm-hmm. I was just on one of his for Better Talk Saul, or Better Call Saul. It's called Better Talk Saul. Um, so if you want to hear that, go ahead and, and find that somewhere. Um, a couple more things, and then we'll get to the voicemails. This yep. is taking too long. Uh, I like It's brought us closer. Yeah. You know, the show, Eddie, listen, if you and I didn't do the show... I might see you once a month. Yeah. Maybe once a month. Maybe. Yeah. And instead I get to see you every week or every other week. Mm-hmm. And we get to hang out for an hour because we talk on the show a lot that you and I really have no relationship outside <laughs> of the show. No. We don't text. No. You're not on social media really. Uh, at least on Twitter. No. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter. And so this is really the entirety of our relationship. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I'm very grateful for that though. Yeah, man. I, I've loved you since oh, the first time I met you, man. Too, so it's, right. it's nice to, to take it to another level. Yes. Yeah. I agree. In- including you and I taking it to another level. Yeah. I feel like both of our families listen. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister knows you better. Your mom knows me better. Yeah. Other people in both of our families. So selfishly, the podcast has been just wonderful for that. Yeah. And and the last thing I think I wrote down here was that the show, in a weird way, in the beginning, we used to have on celebrities. Yeah. And I use the term very loosely. <laughs> very loosely. Uh, I'll be sure. Dan the Beast. You know, MC Paul Barman, who I love. Dan the B. Severin, not you. Not me. Yeah. And I think in that episode 100, I played a couple clips. So if you you didn't listen to episode 100 because you were like, oh, that's stupid. I don't listen to repeats. Go back and listen to that one. Yeah. Because on the 100th show, we pulled clips from episodes. And I think I pulled a clip from when Dan the Beast was on and I confused him by telling him that I owned his (laughs) URL. And I think maybe even I'll be sure clips. So... It was fun to do that. The show will never be an interview show, but listening to those clips made me realize that they they were a good time. Yeah. They were a good time. All right. Two more orders of business. Fantasy fucking football is back. Oh, it is. Eddie, third annual SIF show, Fantasy Football League. And listen, so pretty much I might have made a mistake. I, I I let everyone who wanted to play again play. Mm-hmm. And the leagues are almost full. We run two leagues and they're almost already full. Yeah. So if you're a new listener and you're sitting at home, you're going to say, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't get a shot. And so two things. One, if you are a listener who played last year, I, I this is like the end of, there's like four people mm-hmm. that haven't responded. If you don't respond now, I'm kicking you out. Yeah. And if you're a new listener and you want to play, send me an email, save for the show at gmail.com. I think we, it's like 20 bucks or something for us all to play. Eddie and I play in both leagues 
and we have a lot of fun. Some of the leagues, there's characters like Amanda Hugginkiss mm-hmm. uh, plays in one of them, and not English Paul doesn't play footy <laughs> with the rest of us. But there are there are some other people from the show. Is there, who am I missing? Dylan plays. Dylan plays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyways, so if you want to play fantasy football, let me know, and and we'll play. Yeah. Otherwise, you're out. If you played last year and you haven't written me or you haven't confirmed, you're out. Uh, let's do some voicemails. Let's do it. Eddie. Hey, Dan and Eddie. Cannot believe you guys have done 300 shows already. I'm glad you guys get to hang out and have fun every week. Dan, I love listening and hearing about your show without actually listening to your show. I think that's a good setup for us. And always remember, don't do the show if Eddie can't. Love you guys. Bye. I did a bad job setting that up. (laughs) (laughs) That was my wife. Yes. That was Nicole saying she likes the show. The originator of Don't Do the Show if Eddie can't. (laughs) And you wouldn't believe how many times I had to tell that gal. Please send me a voicemail. Yeah. I want her to be on. Like every so often when we do a repeat show, Mm -hmm. I say, girl. And I put my hammer fist in the air. (laughs) left-handed lady lady and i put the left she knows when i put the right up oh boy the right (laughs) means business the left is my non-dominant hand (laughs) left comes up and she shirked yeah she got scared um and then she said no i'm not sending she's like fine i'll send you a voicemail (laughs) and so thank you so much uh babe for putting up with me all week (laughs) and hearing a lot of these stupid stories firsthand and and you know I appreciate it very much. You know what? Let's keep the family train running. Okay. We got a voicemail from Eddie's mom. Oh, shit. How do you say mom in, in Tagalog? Tagalog. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Oh Tagalog. Uh, nanay. That goes to show you I've never heard that word spoken. Whenever what? somebody misspells a word or mispronounces a word that poorly, mm-hmm. it's because they ha- they've only read it. I've only read the word, and that's what it phonetically looks like. I'm yeah. so embarrassed right now, Eddie. Your mom is probably throwing her phone on the ground. How do you say mom? Nanai. Nanai. All right. Here's Eddie's mom. Hi, Dan and Eddie boy. Just calling to say congrats on your 300 show. You two are always fucking funny and outrageous. When your brother John and I listen to you every time, we always crack up. Good luck, guys, and many more shows to come. Love you guys. Peace out, Eddie's mom. <laughs> I feel like that was written. It's you can hear the papers shuffling in the back. I, I absolutely adore that your mom <laughs> wrote down what she wanted. Yeah, thank you so much, Bob. Recorded something. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see her over the holidays. Yeah. Where I see her once a year. We do our shot of Filipino rum. Yep. And she calls I, you a dirty boy. She says I'm so dirty. <laughs> and and then we leave. She um, loves the show though. Oh yeah, man, that warms my heart. Uh, so yeah, super, super thank you to her and to all of your family members. Yeah, uh, I love you guys. That listen to the show. Okay, uh, let's do one from, you know, I mentioned our, our our super friend, Albert. Yes. First official fan of the show. Yeah. I'm talking 300 episodes ago, this guy in like, what, 2012, for whatever reason, found the show, mm-hmm. it resonated with him, and he's been listening ever since. And I say our first official fan, because truly... The first, I don't know, 30 people that listened were my friends that mm-hmm. I forced to listen to the show. And I think Albert even started listening to the show maybe before you were even on the show. Yeah, it's been that so. long. Yeah. So here's a little message from Albert. This is Al, long-time listener, second-time caller. Dan, Eddie, congratulations on your 300th episode. I, um, I've enjoyed pretty much every one, I think. Well, oh, for the sake of argument, let's say everyone. And uh, I'm glad to be a regular listener once again, and I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night's uh, episode. So uh, tell Eddie I said hi. Bye. That's kind of his calling card. Yeah. <laughs> tell Eddie I said hi. Well, you just did. Thank you, Albert. Yes, thanks, man. Uh, for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Let's rapid fire through a couple of these here. Yeah. I don't want to bring the show down because um, most of them are just people telling us how great we are. <laughs> and that might be boring. That might be funny. Um, so here, let's do a couple more real quick. Hey, Dan and Eddie, for your 300th episode, I thought I'd do something a little different and also put my English degree to good use for once. I decided to share my admiration for Save It for the Show in Shakespearean sonnet form. 
and I will perform it for you now in my best Ian McKellen voice. Blowing levels, God Here we it. go. A look back at 300 episodes hence, one factor sticks out above all others. You've given the podcast world your two cents, all with the camaraderie of brothers. You've changed my lexicon for good and ill. I restrain public bellows of dick mouth. <laughs> but you've taught us all to sit back and chill, to kick back, relax, like in the deep south. South Wales, not your south. Your south is awful. The show serves as a lens into your lives and argues a case for good fatherhood. It doesn't shy away, but rather thrives on the absurdities of your neighborhood. On life and love, your show is a triatus, even with your sensitive miatus. What's a triatus? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Oh, Lord. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, uh, old college roommate of mine. Okay. Now slash super fan of the show. I really appreciate it. Um, putting your English degree to good use because Lord knows in college we gave you a lot of grief <laughs> over your uh, English degree. Yeah. And uh, yeah, really appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, let's do one from uh, Paul from Roanoke. Yeah. Let's let Mr. Paul from Roanoke chime in. Dear Dan and Eddie, this is Paul from Roanoke. Happy 300th uh, episode. Just wanted to call in and say how much uh, the show has meant to me over the past uh, three or four decades or however long it's been. I have extracted an extreme amount of pleasure from it, both physically through my wiener and otherwise through my ears. And I hope it continues for a really long time. If it doesn't, then I've got all the history I can go back and listen to. Um, but, you know, I, I think you guys are not done. I think you guys got a lot to go. And I want to want you to prove me right. So don't fuck around and start slacking off. You know, spending time with your families and doing, like, productive shit. No. Continue being funny for my entertainment. And I'll continue giving you a couple of dollars a month through Patreon. Otherwise, happy birthday, and uh, I'll talk to you in another hundred episodes. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, you could say it is our birthday, and he's right. I, I don't feel done uh, yeah. with the show. So, yeah, thank you for that, Paul. Uh, and thank you for the Patreon, too. Um, after a couple more of these, I'll, I'll fire off our, our Patreon list. Yeah, I also want to say thank you, Paul, for the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Literally. Recording this 300th episode, so shout out to you, man. Yeah, I will post a photo. Eddie and I took a picture uh, before we started, and Eddie is legit wearing his Deschutes Brewery yep. shirt from Paul, which the other day I was in a coffee shop, mm -hmm. and I got a comment on it. Oh, nice. The other day I was on a video conference call <laughs> wearing my Deschutes Brewery shirt, okay. and somebody said, oh... Huh. They were, they lived in Portland, this person. They said, oh, okay. oh nice shirt. <laughs> and I said, well, since you noticed, this is not Deschutes Brewery in Portland. Mm -hmm. It's Roanoke, Virginia. Bitch. Lady. <laughs> Hobop. <laughs> and so, yeah. So thank you, Paul, uh, for, for that. <laughs> I don't remember what episode that was, but yeah, Paul gave us a gift package. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, okay. I lied. A couple more. Yep. And then and then we'll we'll get the questions. Hey, Dan and Eddie. It's Shakita. I'm just calling to congratulate you guys on 300 episodes of Save It For The Show. Um, I've been listening to your show for three years and eight months now. And wow. I think I've yeah. told you guys this before, but my favorite episode is Dick. But the reason why is because it's the first episode I listened to with my friends. Um, we were hanging out and I put the podcast on Bluetooth speaker and I was like, hey, so I've been listening to this new podcast. It's a couple of guys, their family, and they just, you know, talk about normal life stuff. And um, I was kind of gauging their reaction to see what they thought. And when Dan told the story about his dad pissing on the golf course, they totally lost it. So I think you gained four new fans that day. Um when I first started listening to you guys, I thought that you guys were just like a couple of disgusting, perverted guys. And Rude. I still think that, but I have a lot more respect for you guys now. Thank um, you. 
And I've met some really cool people um, through your show's community, like English Paul and D-Man Brown and A-Train, just to name a few. And um, you guys are really great. Like, I know I always say that when I call, but I think you guys are really great. Um, and I hope I'm not talking too long. So I'm just going to say bye and have a great show. And I hope that more shows are to come. And I hope you guys decide to keep going with this because it's so entertaining and I love it. Okay, bye. Never too long. No. To just say how much you love the show. Yeah, thank you so much. You're awesome, Shakita. Paul didn't say taste buds on your dick. I he think did. you were expecting yeah. him to say that and he didn't. Uh, and not one person has said pussy got wet. So. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed, actually. To I be mean, honest. maybe our show's uh, slogans yeah. aren't truly uh, what we think they are. We don't use them enough. We anymore. don't. That's we why. don't even use them <laughs> that much. Uh, but no, Shakita, yes, thank you so, so much. Dad Dick is, an, is another really funny episode that people tell me all the time. Yeah. Um, and the fact that she, the original Christy from South Lake, <laughs> was sitting around with her friends, Sands Hot Tub, No Mimosas. <laughs> But they still listen to the show. If you listen to the show with your friends, then God bless you. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a great way to turn people on to the show. Um, we got There's too many more voicemails. Yeah. Here's what I want to do, too, is also to say, hey, if you're listening to the show and you wanted to send us a voicemail, it's not too late. Send us a voicemail in. I'm just going to have to pepper some out Yeah. in the next week's episode or something like that. Um, because uh, we still got a lot of questions to get to. And you know, your boy's always looking at an hour. Once we creep <laughs> over an hour, I start to turn to a pumpkin. And I think the listeners fade away because you drive to work, you drive back. Mm-hmm. You don't want to sh- spread our show out two, three days. So let's, let's, do, uh, let's do some questions. But, but first we do questions. Super shout out to our boy Sly. Yes. BZRKAudio.com. Yep. Let me tell you a story about him. So speaking of fantasy football, on a lark... As mm-hmm. a joke, not really though. Last year, I said, "Hey, if you win our fantasy football, you're gonna get some free speaks. Mm-hmm. You know, not just speakers, but you're gonna get <laughs> Twitters, Twitters from our boy at bzrkaudio.com and and Sean, amazing listener and guy who plays on our fantasy league mm-hmm. uh, from the Great White North, won. Sean won." And then in the Yahoo app, which after the season was over, I never opened again. He was like, yo, <laughs> super cool. I won the whole league. I mean, you know, and he won like 150 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. So I PayPal'd him that. Mm-hmm. And then I never looked back. <laughs> and he messaged me. He was like, cool. How about those speakers? <laughs> so like a week ago, I logged in to the app again. I reinstalled it on my phone, mm-hmm. logged in. Sure enough, there was a message there. Man, Sean probably thought it was some buster who was like, you oh, know, yeah. hey, you win uh, the fantasy, you're going to get a new Tesla. <laughs> and, and so I immediately said, I'm sorry, what's your address? And then I sent it to Sly and I said, yo, man, I got to send these speakers out to Sean. How should we handle it? Sly said, saw me, bro. Oh, wow. I'm going to send him these speakers. Stand up uh, guy. You know, exactly. So yeah, shout out to both you guys. And in addition to the tweeters, Sly's got uh, component speakers now. Okay. Said. So I don't know those are uh, big ones. It's normal uh, ones. Yeah, it's mids it's, uh, speakers. Yeah, that, it's it's all the components. Okay, great. Yeah, he's got that shit now too. <laughs> so he's growing. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know why he's growing? Because <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> because of the know. podcast, right? I do think he's probably sold a handful from the show because people have emailed me like, "Yo, what was that mm-hmm. URL?" Uh, it's bzrkaudio.com. Get some stuff. Thank you to all you guys. Let's do some questions. Let's. You got questions? We got answers. All right. Very special questions this week. Usually, saveortheshow.com slash contact. You can send us questions about sex, advice. You know, I, I was a minor in psychology. I was going to be a therapist. So I don't <laughs> want to say that I can give great advice, but I can give great advice. <laughs> So you can write us in for stuff like that. Uh, here, but all these questions are 300-focused. Okay. Or they're about the show in particular or something like that. So here's the first question. Hey, what celebrity do, do your wives look like? What celebrity? Now, both of our wives are sisters yeah. who look an awful lot alike. Yeah, they often get mistaken for each other around our, mm-hmm. our town here. Right. I mean, I don't know how many times I've made love to your wife on mistake because <laughs> she looks so much like my wife. But yes, they really do, especially when they're driving in their cars mm-hmm. with sunglasses on. Uh, we like to joke that if, you know, 
someone sees my wife driving in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and it's one of your friends and they wave at my wife, she's not going to wave at them. <laughs> no. And they might think, boy, I tell you, that Kristen's a real bitch. <laughs> she's a real lady. Totally. Uh, so anyways, they look a lot alike. I had a hard time with this one. Yeah, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. The only one I could think of, someone told my wife once she looked like Kate Beckinsale, which I kind of see, but not really what? at okay. all. I know, right? Nicole is very pretty, but Kate Beckinsale... Well, like... okay, listen. You can't say she looks like, you know, who's like a, a gross lady. That would be... A, a Danny rude. DeVito. You can't say my wife looks like Danny DeVito on any circumstance. See, that's the thing, too. When you say someone looks like a celebrity... You can't say, yeah, you look like John C. Riley or something, <laughs> you know? There, I can't think of an ugly woman actress because the only way to be an actress as a woman is to be gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, you, Amy Adams. Maybe they, they kind of look like Amy Adams with the red hair. Kind of. But not really. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a real There's, tough question. Oh, man. They're, oh, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of think anyone. They're gems. They're jewels, Eddie. They're diamonds. They're Isn't there unique. like a website you can plug their picture in and oh, shows really? you a celebrity I should look into match that. or some shit? There's got to be something like that out there. Well, I think people often want to know. You know, on our website, there's a picture of you and I. Mm-hmm. And I post a lot of myself on my Instagram, at Dan the Beast. Mm-hmm. And I, my wife's on there, too. So if you want to know what she looks like, yeah, go up there. I post a lot of nudes <laughs> over on there, too. So I had a, a girl in high school say I look like Omar Epps. Omar Epps. And I was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? I mean, no. Because I'm brown and I have, well, a, I didn't a have a smile. shaved head there then, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I couldn't tell you. I don't know who you look like. People have told me once I got told I looked like Matthew Broderick, which okay. I kind of take as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ricky Martin, which is bizarre. <laughs> I told you this in the show. <laughs> the drive through lady at Del Taco. <laughs> Was spitting game at me. Seriously. You know, she was like a 45-year-old lady and said, when I pulled up, she was like, ooh, you look like Ricky Martin. <laughs> she probably says that to every dude. <laughs> probably does. Literally every guy. <laughs> and I said, well, why don't you get into my 96 Honda Civic and you'll be living la vida loca. <laughs> <laughs> she bangs, she bangs, <laughs> she am I right? <laughs> bangs. Uh, no, and then someone told me once I also look like Ben Affleck, which I can kind of see I'll that. take all those why yeah, not i can kind of see that and then one time someone told me i looked like uh you know in the show um what's the show it was joey leblanc his show not joey leblanc um what's his name matt leblanc, matt LeBlanc. joey from friends yeah he had his own show and he had a younger brother who was some like super jewy looking dude <laughs> i've also gotten that that i look like that like nervous jewish dude okay which it's it's either like a, an unbelievable mexican <laughs> superstar <laughs> Or some uptight Jew. So that's me. <laughs> well, you, you got range. I got range, yeah. man. Okay, this question goes on. Uh, what's the dirtiest, kinkiest thing your wife has ever asked for? And that's from listener El Jefe. And then he wrote back, P.S. Don't be a little bitch and say you can't talk about that. Howard Stern would. And fuck Dylan. He's a twat bag. <laughs> and so I hate to break it to you. A twat bag. <laughs> twat bag. And I even joked with my wife. I was like, hey, somebody wrote in to see what the dirtiest, kinkiest thing we've ever done. And she laughed because there's really nothing. Yeah. I don't have an amazing story that my wife just loves to suck my toes <laughs> or she just loves to 69. Yeah. You know, as gross and as perverted as we are on the show and as like unbelievably horny as I am, <laughs> I sex life is pretty, pretty normal. I'm, yeah, I'm the same way. Like you know. the only, it's not, it's not even kinky mm-hmm. or weird, but we had sex on like our, well, my apartment balcony in college. Okay. Yeah. But like, it was just, it's not like right. I was putting champagne bottles up there or anything. It was just, right. you know what I mean? Like simple. Yeah. So. And fast. Probably. <laughs> definitely very, it's always very fast. I mean, even the way I have sex, I'm on top. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's on top. Maybe it's from behind. Like there's not a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. mixing it up either. Yeah. It's. It's pretty straightforward, but that's the way we like it. Yeah. And that's not a cop-out, man. I would, I'd love to have a story. I would love to share yeah. an unbelievable story that I, you know, put maple syrup in my wife's butt and that's like our <laughs> thing. And it's, and I say to her like, oh, it's waffle time. And I come running upstairs with the Aunt Jemima bottle. None of that. No, bad way. That would be so sticky too. Oh yeah. I would do that in the shower. 
but I not feel in like the bag. even in the shower, like if it's getting up in places, yeah, like what are you gonna do? Remember, oh, we came up with that uh that tool. That's another one of our passive oh, incomes. Oh, well, I forgot. It was a tool that don't you stick it up there and it's it it, it uh which part cleans it out the butt? No, or the vagina. machine. That's called a douche. No, but there was like a nozzle that you would put onto your oh, um, shower. Yeah. Or is that like an actual thing? It's product? an actual thing. That's right. Okay. There's an actual like douche that you can put. Somebody wrote us in about it. It's like a, a, a white right. uh, dildo, yeah, basically. That you that put has, like on a shower hose. Right. Could you imagine <laughs> having that in my, uh, my, my room next to the Aunt Jemima bottle? <laughs> and it tastes like syrup. Seriously. <laughs> um, let's see. What did. Oh, and then I wrote him back and I said, look, like, and it's not even on me. Like, yeah. I don't want. A finger on my butt. Yeah, I'm you know. Into that. Um, I I talked about Howard Stern a couple times here, and this guy wrote back and was like, "Yeah, because there's a guy on Stern right now. His name's Ronnie, the limo driver. Okay, and he gets pegged, and he's talked about it. And I swear to God, for like three months on the show, they talked about Ronnie getting pegged, like over and over <laughs> and over. So I'm just, I swear to God, like I'm not, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. but I completely support it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not my bag. Sorry for the lame answer. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're born. Uh, okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, congrats on 300 episodes, Dan and Eddie. All the haters said it couldn't be done, and you proved them wrong. I hope you guys have 300 more episodes, and then a movie to wrap up the series. Here's a question: Who would be? Who would Sif's the movie be about? Who would play you guys in your cast of characters? Thanks and congrats again, your pal. Winston. So clearly it's Omar Epps <laughs> and uh, Ben Affleck. Alongside Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a blockbuster. Duh. Huge blockbuster. Yeah. And our my wife is, I guess, Amy Adams and, and your wife is... <laughs> also Amy <laughs> so I, Playing both roles, like Fargo. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Uh, I, yeah. So, and my kids are played by the Culkin brothers. <laughs> I don't know. Macaulay? Macaulay, yeah. Okay. He plays Evan. Okay. At 30, he's probably like 37. Yeah, or I think he might be. Yeah, probably around there. It's a comedy. Yeah. Eddie. We're playing ourselves. God oh, obviously, it. right? When you and I blow up and we sell our story to Netflix, yeah. our one stipulation is that you and I have to star on the show, and they're going to say, great. The answer is no. <laughs> you guys are not actors. Uh, okay. Uh, next question. Good day, Dan and Eddie. Congratulations, Dan, on your upcoming 300th episode. I know you wouldn't have gotten to this point without him, but don't pass on my congratulations to Eddie, because although the show is crap without him, he hasn't been there for all 300 episodes. (laughs) So Eddie's going to have to wait a few more months for his congratulatory email. I'm still listening to the older episodes, and I just listened to what I reckon has been the funniest one ever, episode 132, Dolphin Love. If any new listeners need a recommendation, that's a ripper. Dan, you have some great insults for your missus, and you both talk about a bloke who shagged a dolphin. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember insulting my wife, but uh, maybe skip that one. Uh, uh, he goes on to say, keep up the good work. It's disappointing it's no longer weekly, but that gives me more time to listen to the older episodes. Cheers from down under, Al. And so he's right. That is a great episode, episode 132. Um, you know what? Even 170 episodes ago, three yeah. years ago, they were still funny. So go check them out. Let's do a couple more, and then uh, we'll get out of here, Eddie. Uh, congratulations on making it to 300 episodes, guys. In honor of this event, I thought of a new opening for you guys. Welcome to Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie, where each week me and my co-host gradually get gayer and gayer <laughs> until the 300th episode I confess my love to Eddie. Hope you guys like it. Keep up the good work. <laughs> So I forgot about this one. I did want to make it the opening because uh, this is very true where we do our awkward 69. Um, we'll have to save that for the 600th. Yeah. If anyone's still on Reddit, I, is that um, uh, erotic fan fiction still on there with you and me? Oh, there was something weird. Yeah. Yeah. And our subreddit. And it was which, basically this scenario. <laughs> right. No, it's the, our, our wives are out of town. Yeah. And I think, I think you jerk me off or I jerk you off. I jerk you off. I jerk you off. And... <laughs> It come gets everywhere. Yeah, our subreddit was pretty active there for a minute. And then, I don't know, it stopped. Yeah. I'm still there. I'm on Reddit every day, brother. So, yeah, our subreddit slash save, r slash save for the show, go on there. Yeah. And find that erotic fan fiction. Maybe I'll pin it. Oh, there you I go. I think right now I have our cartoon from Paul pinned. Gotcha. So let me pin our fan fiction. 
Uh, Eddie, uh, here we go, a couple more. Okay, so this guy. This email is from a guy named Tyler. Oh. And like two years ago, he wrote an email very angry. Yeah. The show was great. Now it sucks. <laughs> you guys used to be funny. Now you're not. And I kind of went back and forth with him. And he, I don't remember what his criticism was. Mm-hmm. Well, he still listens to the show. <laughs> uh, so listen. Dan, congratulations on 300 shows. Yes, I still listen. The bi-weekly schedule is a good fit for the show. I'm a longtime listener, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it to you, but my first show was Love Seat. So pause. His favorite show is Eddie's favorite show. Goes on to say, I used to take long breaks from the show, but lately it's been very good. I've caught up to the current episode 299. I don't know if you want to continue the show, but you guys are much better now than you were 200 episodes ago. (laughs) Good luck. Take care. Tyler. And so, sure. I'm glad (laughs) that we're better now. I hope so. Yeah. If we were worse than when we started out. Right. We probably should just wrap it up. Wrap it up, dog. Yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, okay, a couple more. Uh, what's up, Santo Dan Mingo and Ecuadorian Eddie? Brian here. Longtime fan of the show. There was, pause. There was, a, there was a thing on the show that you were Ecuadorian for a minute. That wasn't there? I feel <laughs> it like. was Honduran. Honduran. Yeah. Okay. But that isn't E. I think he's going for yeah. some alliteration here. I'm writing to talk about a little six degrees of separation shit. I got introduced to the show years ago by my previous neighbors, Tyson and Joy, who have a long history with Mr. Dan the Beast. They turned me on to the show around episode 50, and I've been listening since, even writing in a few questions every now and again. So, pause. Uh, and I meant to, Tyson sent me a voicemail. Damn it, I meant to play it from him. Okay. I went to college with his wife, and this is like, I don't know, 2001 or something, and he was engaged to Joy. And I was engaged to Nicole, mm-hmm. and we went to this park by UNR in Reno, mm-hmm. where you were at the school. It was that beautiful park like on Virginia Street, San Rafael. Oh, yeah. 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 And we went there, and we each took each other's photos for our engagement <laughs> pictures. And in 2001, man, that camera was like a five megapixel yeah. like piece of shit. Yeah. And cameras have changed so much. There was no smartphones back then and we had all these photos and then at our wedding that photo was the photo like really? yes like people signed oh like it was God. our engagement photo that people signed on a mat mm-hmm. i'll take a picture of it it's in my garage right now <laughs> but it just made me laugh and then the irony that my wife did end up becoming like a legit really good photographer yeah i took the photo <laughs> like back then i was the photographer that's hilarious yeah too. so that's how i know uh tyson and joy and then randomly, I think on Facebook, they started listening to the show, and now they're telling friends about it. That's awesome. Like this guy, Brian. He goes on to say, since then, I've spread the word to a number of my friends who've paid it forward. All of this is to say that Tyson and Joy are your Kevin Bacon, your six degrees of separation. I just thought they deserved a little shout out for all your fame and fortune. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Pussy got wet. Nice. So this is our first pussy got wet <laughs> from Brian. Is that Brian... PP lawyer? No. Okay. Different Brian. Gotcha. I think that guy still listens to the show. Brian, if you still listen, (laughs) I think his wife's name was Corinne. I wonder if she still listens. Whatever. Yeah. I wonder if he's still pissing in the sink. (laughs) Man, if you piss in the sink (laughs) and you're a lawyer, oof. Yeah. Where'd you go wrong? This is a really long question here. What was this one about? Uh, I can't read that one. Too long. Eddie, we're getting close. Uh, All right, here's one more. Hey, Dan and Eddie, I just want to congratulate you guys on 300 episodes. Here's the 300 more. I have a question. Last week, oh, okay. Last week, I went on vacation with my family to a river where we took our jet skis. It was my first time pulling them, and when it came time to put them in the water, I could not reverse them in. Any advice to get better would help. (laughs) Fonzie. (laughs) So this is great. These are the kind of questions I love. You need some advice about how to back up your rig? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I have to back up my trailer when I go camping, and I am so bad at it. Are you? <laughs> I am so comically bad at it that always my wife and I get in a huge fight. Yeah. I start sweating. We're angry. We haven't even got there, and we're already fighting with each other. Like, you want to see a couple that has a good marriage? Watch them launch a boat <laughs> into the water. And if they're not cussing at each other, someone's getting bopped on the head. Yeah. That's a strong marriage. Cause it's very difficult. And so I, I feel really bad for it. You know what you have to do is you have to practice. You got to like get your trailer, 
pretend you're backing up, take it to like a, a supermarket and just fuck around on like mm-hmm. a Sunday afternoon. That's the only way you're going to get better at backing up with that rig. My friend, trust me, Fonzie. I think Fonzie, are you playing fantasy dog? Cause you're one of these people that hasn't gotten back to me. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. Come on, man. Say something. Get your shit together. All right, Eddie. That's the end. That's the end. Wow. There's dude. more questions. I'm really sorry. There's, still, there's more questions. <laughs> um, some of these, if, if they make sense, I'll, I'll answer them on some shows in the future. And same with the voicemails. I, I promise if I didn't get to your voicemail and you still want to send one in, please do. Saveforthshow.com slash contact. But listen, I don't take it lightly at all that every week people spend an hour of their time with Eddie and I. And it means the world to us. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for sticking with us and, and doing all these. It's it's incredible. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It's really incredible, especially our Patreon people. I mean, yeah, last thing I'll do, let me give a quick shout out to our Patreon, patreon.com slash sift show. And there's this new podcast, it's not new, it's a podcasting platform called Anchor. Okay. And they also have a, a way to give money to podcasters for support. I might switch over to that. Okay. So I think they take less and you can actually do it from your phone because Patreon's a pain in the ass. Yeah. You got to like log in there, hook up stuff. I think I might switch to this anchor one. So anyways, until then, Alex, Angelina, Carla, Brian and Catherine, Corey, Haley, Jared, Jerrica, A-Train, Yvonne, Lisa, Lori, Just Mike, Milan, Moldy Orange, Nick, Paul from Roanoke, Seb, Shane, The Sleep With Me Podcast, Thomas and Vix. Thank you guys. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys so, so much. And yeah, and if you listen, I really appreciate it. Again, sharing it with your friends is amazing. Just being here, Eddie, I'm <laughs> rambling. Show, I'm, let's put another hour in right now. Let's do it, man. Fuck it. You know, Eddie and I said once, we said, hey, you know what we'll do? Let's just do two shows. <laughs> we'll just do two shows in one night. Bank it. And then that's it. And then yeah. the next week we can take off. We just sit here and do another show. Oh my god! Besides sweating, it's getting hot yeah. in the studio right now. I I couldn't do it. I'm spent. Um. So, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening. So, Sifstery, I was kind of hoping Amanda Hug and Kiss was gonna send us a voicemail. Oh, but he didn't. But what he did do was put together a song. This week's Sifstery, where every week uh, we pull a clip from an old episode. This is from episode 166. And Amanda titled it First Touch. So listen to that. It's playing. We're leaving. And, and that's all. Otherwise, this has been episode 300 of Savor the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you. I tried really hard to think of the first time that a girl jerked me off. And I, I was not in sixth grade. I think I was maybe in t- ninth grade or tenth grade yeah. or something. And it was in my bedroom, in my, my house, and it was very scary. And I was so nervous that I barely even felt it. I felt like out-of-body <laughs> experience, and I came so fast. I mean, I think, Eddie, if she, when she pulled my pants down, if she had looked at my dick <laughs> and smiled, <laughs> I probably would have blown a load. Yeah. But a lot of it was because I was just so nervous, just so nervous. <laughs> yeah. And and then yeah, and then I haven't I haven't came since. <laughs> to be honest, my kids are adopted. Um, do you? What, what about you? Do you remember the first time that a girl ever reached down your pants? Oh, I, I think it was like around the same time, like ninth or tenth grade. But it was, oh, I think it was at a party. Mm. Yeah, I think we, we might have been at a party and yeah, we're making out or something, and she just reached down and started touching it. Yeah. And I was loving it. Yeah. But yeah. Isn't that just the best? <laughs> Especially when you're in high school. There's just something so I don't know, special. <laughs> yeah. Special about it. I had this one girlfriend in high school and we weren't having sex, but she would go down on me all the time. <laughs> I'm talking like constantly. And I really that was the one that got away. <laughs> I mean I'm not even kidding. I love my wife. She's great. Kids are whatever. Fuck those kids. You know I hate my dogs. But this girl and I, I dare I say her name. If you, you if you know me in high school, <laughs> text me and I'll tell you who was. Are you friends with her like on Facebook and stuff? No, I can't find her. Oh man! I mean, I look for her all the time. <laughs> I've hired private investigators to try to find her. No, but seriously, maybe like once every two three years, I think to myself, let me find this girl on Facebook. <laughs> she's nowhere. She's like a ghost. That's crazy, man. Maybe she didn't exist. I was just gonna say, did she exist? Maybe not.
Was she giggling at you on your run? Oh my god. <laughs> what if she came out of the bushes? I almost just said her name. <laughs> uh, and said like, hey, it's me. Pull down your pants. And then I couldn't get in trouble because we've talked about this in the show. It's okay to fuck ghosts. <laughs> Fucking a ghost is not cheating. Okay, okay, okay. So what if, but what if it was the ghost of her from high school oh. that wanted it go down on you? So is like that, a sixteen year old? Is that statutory rape? <laughs> no. It's it's fine. Ghosts are forever. They don't age. Yeah. So there's that. Um I, I forgot the rest of it. But yeah. Great, great. Thank you. And <laughs> yes. you know, oh you know, that's what I was gonna ask you. Have you ever done that before where you were sleeping or pretending to sleep and someone did something to you like a girl, you know, fished around down there? Um, I no, I don't think so. One time something like that happened to me. What? Well, it didn't it didn't I didn't get to seal the deal. <laughs> so it was in student council in high school and we were setting up the school. Mm-hmm. And I hated that shit. <laughs> like just because I was in student council, like I'm not a decorator. Yeah. I'm not an artist. But meanwhile, I have to help like make the floats, <laughs> paint the pictures. It's not fair. Yeah. I was a politician. <laughs> I wasn't gonna make the signs. So, anyways, I hated that shit. Yeah. And like any good kid, we waited to the last minute, and it was like the night before the dance, and we all had this great idea. We're going to spend the night at the school. <laughs> we're going to work all night long, and we're going to spend the night at the school. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. And so I spent the night at the school, and when we quote-unquote went to sleep, mm-hmm. I was laying on the stage in the multi-purpose room <laughs> next to this girl. Again, anyone that knows me personally, <laughs> send me a text. I will tell you this girl's name. And I'm laying next to her. And she's getting real close. And I had never really done anything with this girl, but we kind of had a bit of a flirty thing. Mm. And that night especially, you know how sometimes when you'd be hanging out with somebody, you're just really clicking. Yeah. Like, we were really clicking. There was some electricity between us that night. It was in the stars, Eddie. (laughs) And so when it was time to go to sleep, we definitely sort of found each other on the floor. (laughs) And she was getting real close, real close. And her hand was like inching towards me. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> hold, hold that thought. I just thought of something else that was really embarrassing. So we were in pajamas, right? We're all spending the night. Okay. And I was standing up. I, maybe I've told this story on the show before. I was hanging a sign. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine, this guy's name is Alex, he came up behind me and the pants <laughs> me and took fucking everything down. And my hands were up. I was holding the sign. And my dick was out. <laughs> like... Very embarrassing. Like, I feel like as a man, if my friends saw my dick, I would just laugh it off. Yeah. Man, in high school, all these kids see a dick. Some of these girls have probably never seen a dick before. In years. He felt so bad. He just wanted to pull my pants, like my, yeah. my, my jammy pants down. But at the time, I used to wear boxer briefs. Uh-huh. And he just grabbed it. And, you know, I'm not boxer briefs. I'm sorry, boxers. Okay. So it just came right down. Yeah. Everything. So I think the girl saw my dick and it was like, she she liked what she saw. So anyhow, she was laying next to me and I wanted her to touch me so bad. I was just dying for her to touch me. And then one of my dumbass friends came and was like, let's get get up. Gotta get back to work. And then that was that. And then the principal came and was like, you guys aren't spending the night. Yeah. You're going home. And then we did. Oh, man. We never talked about it again. It could have been the night you got someone pregnant, man. It could have been. (laughs) I think I was probably still a virgin then, too, so I don't think I would have, like, you know, done her doggy style. (laughs) Doggy styles in the multi-purpose rooms. But, you know, maybe maybe something might have happened. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Taste buds on your dick. 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 Taste buds on your dick.